Moto America fans, it's time for another episode of Off Track with Carruthers and Bice. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you may even learn something from this unlikely pair and their special guest. The mic is yours, Paul and Sean. Hey everybody, this is Paul Carruthers. I'm the communications manager for Moto America. This is our weekly podcast, Off Track, with myself and Sean Bice, who is located out in Ohio, and I'm here in Southern California. Our guest today is King of the Baggers racer, Frankie Garcia. I've known Frankie for a long time. He kind of even worked for me there for a little bit. I guess I was the boss at the time. I, I don't know how that worked, actually, but we had a good time together. We got to know each other really well. Um, Sean, how are you today? Hey, I'm great. So, uh, you know, we got back from our trip in Austin and uh, that test went well. In a couple of weeks here, we'll be in Road Atlanta. So it's nice that unlike last year where we got a little, took a little while for us to get our season started, we're starting a little earlier this year. And uh, it's great to be going to Road Atlanta, especially because that's the first round of King of the Baggers with, with our guest being involved. So nothing like starting our season right off with a bang with the, uh, the, big, the big bikes out there. So yeah, it's going to be good. It's the, I think the test was a nice little tease for how good I think the Superbike Championship is going to be. I mean, obviously you were there, so you saw the same thing I did, but you know, those guys battled for the fastest lap and everybody was real close on lap times and you could tell everybody was really serious and hungry and, and ready to go. I don't think, uh, I don't think any of those top guys in the Superbike class, I think they all believe that they can be, they can win races and be champions. So it's a, it's a pretty cool feeling going into the season. And I'm, I'm really excited. I, I don't know how, I, I don't think I've been this excited for the opener in a long time. So it should be cool. Yeah. You know, Paul, it was interesting at the test. One of the things that I didn't expect is the amount of gamesmanship that was going on there. And, you know, they don't at, at our test, they don't, they don't run the yellow striped Q tire, the super soft for a lap or two to go a super quick lap lap, but they did have that red striped, soft tire uh which is a, a race tire but a very soft one and there was it's funny there was a lot of gamesmanship as to who used it who didn't and you know who was going fast on that tire versus fast on a regular race tire and some teams that were saying well we were there for you know trying to do race simulation and you know others it was well we were there to go fat do fast laps and everything so it was just kind of funny that there was so much involved in that test beyond just you know what the purpose of it really is to you know knock the rust off but also for for dunlop to test some tires so it is interesting yeah and i think i think I hate to say this, but I think the, the guys that say, oh, we're just here to do race times and work on race setup were just the guys that didn't have a fast lap. You know what I mean? It's like, I agree. it's like, it's like the fallback, but you know, I think if you look at the times overall and what people were able to do, no matter what tires they were on, um, the, the way that it looked, it, it just worked out that everybody was really close and, and that's going to, you know, we'll, we'll get to road Atlanta and see what's real and what's not, but at least going into it, 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 I don't think it could get any better, but we've got, um, let, let's get to Frankie Garcia because he's a, he has a real job and that he, he actually needs to get to. Unlike Sean and I who don't have real jobs and we could just like podcast for like 12 hours straight if we wanted to. Um, so Frankie, uh, how are you, man? It's, it was, I saw you out at our at our track day the other day at Willow Springs, I hadn't seen you for a while, but we, we catch up every once in a while. It's always good to see you. And it was nice to have you out there. 
yeah, man, I've, uh, I've been pretty good. Like you said, I've just been, uh, been working us bagger guys, uh, you know, with it being new, there aren't any factory rides yet. So we got to, uh, we got to work during the week and stuff, but it's all good. It's part of it. Um, uh, but no, I've been good, man. We had a, we had a lot of fun on Monday out at the bikes and burgers event at Willow Springs. Um, obviously thanks to the Moto America, you know, everyone over there for, for putting on that, at that event, it was a good time. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we got to test some new stuff and ride some new bikes and, you know, it's, uh, it was good catching up with everybody. It was like a big family reunion. Yeah, it was kind of cool. We even had Wahid out there. And once I, uh, once I got all the spiders out of my leathers and I started to have fun as well. So it was, it was pretty cool. Nice. Did you go faster than Orlando Bloom or did he pass you? Oh no, I stuck the hell out of him. <laughs> if, they, if they have like a Lord of the Rings remake, I'm going to star in that bad boy. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Yeah. That's going to be you. He's done. He's out. You're in. That's it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about, obviously you're going to be riding an Indian in the King of the yep. Baggers series this year, starting at Road Atlanta in just a few weeks. I know you're excited about it. We've talked about it before. Uh, it's it, You've kind of been of late that sort of like race anything type guy. I mean, we've done hooligans. You've done, you've done some journalism. You've done bike testing. You've done a lot of stuff. And then this thing seems to sit, it fit right in, your, uh, right in your ballpark, so to speak. Yeah, I mean – it's funny, you know, I was just talking about this the other day. Everyone's like, man, like, whatever kind of weird style racing comes up, like, everyone knows, like, you'll probably end up being a part of it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, with the hooligan racing and, you know, I've done, I raced flat track and a little bit of motocross and I road raced and, and uh, you know, I, I just, I like to ride motorcycles and that's what it comes down to. But it's just kind of funny because, you know, back in the day, like when I was working with you and, and, and you know, we were working at, at Cycle News and stuff, I baggers have always been my favorite motorcycle just because since i was a kid i've always like I've, it's always been racing it's always been like whatever motorcycle you're gonna ride like the plan most of the time is to just go as fast as you possibly can on it so i was like baggers because they're i could you can get on them and cruise and there was no pressure there was never you know you just enjoy motorcycling and you know that was all you know all cool up until last year but now we're racing those things so, um, but no, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I had a lot of fun at Laguna Seca last year and getting, you know, being able to, you know, be, be picked out of, you know, there's tons of other riders and, and guys out there that, that, you know, could have been potential fast guys for the series, but, you know, having Indian and Roland Sands designs, you know, pick me out of the litter to, uh, to pilot that Indian challenger was, uh, it was really cool of them. So, um, yeah, we had a lot of fun at, at Laguna Seca and it being my home track made it even better. I never in my career, if that's what you want to call it, um, got to race there. So, um, it was really cool to, to be able to show up and, and finally, you know, knock that off my bucket list and to get to race my home track and even more so do it on a bagger. Um, but yeah, we got, we got a road Atlanta coming up round one and, you know, we're, uh, getting our final stuff going. And, uh, you know, we're doing a two-day test this weekend at Chuckwalla on the, on, the, uh, on the bike, the race bike. And we got some new stuff that I'm not quite sure if I'm allowed to talk about or not. But um, we got a lot of new stuff that we're testing and a lot of new parts. And, you know, we're going to have, you know, version 2.0 of the uh, Indian Challenger ready to rock at, at Atlanta. It's going to be cool. 
Frankie, let's, I'm going to expound a little bit on your, your background and, and transition into some things about riding the bagger that you mentioned about you riding a lot of different things. You're extremely versatile and have been in your career. I mean, a former supermoto rider, obviously you've road raced, you did the hooligan stuff at X games and um, you've, you've ridden basically any kind of every, any, and every kind of motorcycle that there is. And, you know, so my knowledge of cruiser bikes or touring bikes is and is pretty limited because I've probably been on one, you know, I can count them on the fingers of two hand, two, two fingers in one hand. I can't even say it right. I haven't ridden them too much. And every time I've been on them, my, my biggest problem is that I can't seem to um, turn them around. I can't even do a U-turn because it, my feet are so far forward. And I understand all the development and work you guys have done with the rear sets on those bikes that they're a little bit more racy, quite a bit more racy than a touring bike uh, stock one, but still you're, they're not completely rear sets. Um, but explain how it is on that, on your bike. Does it feel like you're on a race bike or does it feel still feel a little bit like you're riding a bike that maybe shouldn't necessarily be on the track? I mean, thanks to everyone at SNS. I mean, those guys put so much development into this project with the Indian challenger. Um, when they, you know, originally started to get going with, with Tyler, when they built the first bike, um, they had a lot of stuff in the works by the time it came down to getting our bike done. And, and one, I think the, one of the biggest things, and I, I think for us and for me versus everyone else, like, you know, uh, you know, the other manufacturers was those rear sets that we had on our bikes. Our, our foot pegs were mounted, are mounted to where the stock passenger pegs would normally mount to. So we have proper, like we're, when you sit on our bike, it, it feels like you're sitting on a road racer. Um, I think um, Ben Bostrom sat on my bike at Laguna Seca and was like, this thing's proper. Like this is a road racing bike. And uh, I mean, I always try to explain it to people that are like, cause everyone kind of has asked that same question. They're like, what's it like? You know, what's, how's it feel? Like, does it feel weird when you ride it? And like my best, the best way to describe it is like, no, it doesn't feel like a super bike because it's obviously longer, much longer and heavier. And it, but the best way to describe it is I don't always tell everyone it's like a Hayabusa with a V twin engine in it. So it's like a sport bike with a V twin engine, you know, just a long sport bike. It's, it's kind of a, it, it feels really proper. Like it, for people that haven't ridden it, like it's, it's almost hard to explain how, almost natural too natural it feels you know from what it started out as so it's not uh from i mean from the very first day we tested the bike we went to button willow and i was nervous i had all these butterflies i had zero idea what to expect and i was like what am i getting myself into is this going to be sketchy is this going to be like you know trying to drive you know my cadillac around the racetrack like i thought it was going to be difficult and and you know we went out in the first session and roland was behind me on a on a super bike and, and, uh, I think I had my knee down, like drag, I was dragging my knee like halfway through the first lap. And I was like, I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> so from the beginning, you know, like I said, thanks and mess and all their development and, and all the time that they put into building this bike properly. Um, you know, it, it's been good from the get go and, and it, it feels like a proper road racer. 
You know, I had done a story. I'd worked with David Zemlet at SNS Cycle and written a story for the Moto America website that detailed how to build a, a bagger from certainly their point of view and, and on an Indian Challenger. Um, and the thing that's interesting uh, is, is all the work that's done with the beveled engine cases and the, the pipe being high. I mean, obviously, the first thing you do is lean the bike over and see what parts, what hard parts hit to start with. And you say you, you're able to drag your knees, so you really can can get down pretty low on those. Did you ground ground the cases at all uh, around Laguna Seca? No, the only thing, like you said, the beveled, you know, the beveled, uh, um, you know, clutch cover and stuff like that. And, and they, you know, they really, they really took their time into making sure there was plenty of ground, ground clearance on those, on those Indian challengers. Um, but the only thing I ever, at the test, we, we had the stock clutch cover and, and we did, we did drag and uh, whatnot, but, uh, by the time we got to the race and we had all the proper stuff and we did our homework and raised the bike up and put longer shocks on it, taller shocks. And, um, the only thing I ever drug at the race was the very end tip of the exhaust. Hmm. And, uh, that was kind of it, you know, it was just, and that was only like under load. If you hit a bump, like fully leaned over in the corner, um, that the tip of the exhaust would just, would just barely nick the ground. And uh, I think we, I think we ended up taking a rubber mallet and just kind of beating that thing up a little bit. And <laughs> after qual, after qualifying, and we were good to go. We had no issues after that. So Frankie, you mentioned earlier about no factory riders. Um, we just got news this morning, actually, that Kyle Wyman now has a factory Harley Davidson deal for the Baggers Championship in 2021. Um, it's obviously a big deal that Harley Davidson places enough importance on that series to go ahead and field a factory team. It's also cool to have somebody of Kyle Wyman's caliber racing in the class. What, what, did, what do you think about that? How, how far off, how far off was Harley Davidson to what you guys were riding at Laguna, for example? I mean, I, I we mentioned, you talked about it a little bit before the call with me. So reiterate that a little bit if you can. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, when, when we were at Laguna, like obviously Hayden Gillum, um, was on the, was on the Vantenheim's Harley and, and, you know, Hayden has proven himself, you know, plenty. Um, he's an incredible, incredible road racer. And, and, uh, you know, when I was, you know, showing up to that event, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I knew nothing. And, and, you know, I've just seen these big names, Josh Heron and Ben Bostrom and Hayden Gillum. And I was like, man, I'm in for, you know, I, I'm in for a wild ride right here. I got a really pull something out of a hat, you know, coming off the couch. And, you know, I couldn't tell you that the last time I rode at a road race track, you know, prior to this bagger, bagger thing. And, but, uh, you know, we showed up and, you know, straight out of first practice that, you know, I was, I was third in times and I knew we had a good package and I knew like I was confident in our bike going in. It was just the unknown of like, what's everyone else bringing to the table. And, uh, you know, Vance and Hines, those guys don't mess around over there. And, you know, they have the knowledge and, and you know everything that they need in their stable to to make race winning motorcycles no matter what kind of discipline they're involved in and uh so i knew that they'd be bringing something tough and and uh, obviously putting hayden on the bike would be a big deal but um you know we uh i think i think the, the indian challenger had you know was a little bit of a, a lot of bit of a step up from kind of the equipment that everyone else brought um and uh you know but but Hayden's still fast, you know, he was still there all weekend and, you know, we out qualified him and, uh, you know, he obviously got me in the race. Um, 
but uh yeah it's it's kind of crazy to see factory harley you know stepping in and and you know hiring a guy like kyle wyman um it's funny i was just watching like the daytona 200 from like 1991 or something like that or 92 the other night and and miguel duhamel was riding a, a factory harley davidson and i was just i thought it was so funny because like miguel's like you think of miguel and you just think like daytona 200 like all-time winner you know and and you know there's miguel like middle of the race getting lapped and i just thought that was so funny that he came from that to like being the guy but he was riding that harley and and uh but i just i i you know regardless of that like i just thought that was so cool that like you know a, a manufacturer like harley davidson is going racing and and then kind of goes full circle and uh you know they're back like they're back in road racing now so um yeah we saw that post from kyle this morning and it's kind of there's kind of a funny story behind that um i uh i saw that kyle obviously laguna sake is is you know right by my house and i saw that kyle was there and, and i texted him and i was like hey man like way to let me know you were here like we could have had dinner and hung out and stuff and blah 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 and he like i thought it was weird that he like didn't say anything to me or that he was going to be in town knowing that i lived there and you know he was like yeah you know real quick trip i used last minute blah 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 and i was like okay i didn't think anything of it and come to find out like after this morning i was like that's why he never said anything because he didn't guess probably didn't want to have to lie to me about what he was doing right but uh no i think it's really cool like i think it's going to be really fun like um We'll see what Harley brings to the table. Obviously, they, they, I, I know they did their homework um, after that first race, and and uh, you know they, they had a they had a good engine package, and their bike was fast um, at Laguna Seca with Hayden on it, and and uh, it, was, it was fast in a straight line. But um, you know, obviously, my my challenger was was we had a bone stock engine in that thing, and and uh, you know. Uh, I, I, I know that our handling was, was a lot better than, than their bike. I can tell you that that was for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, Kyle being on the bike and Kyle's like a well-rounded rider, not that Hayden isn't, um, you know, but, uh, you know, he's coming off a super bike and, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a good, good, good guy to ride with. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they, uh, what they can pull out of the, you know, pull out of the truck and, you know, see if, uh, see what, what we can all do together you know obviously like i said we got some new stuff as well and you know we got some engine stuff and some chassis stuff and electronic stuff and you know that we're going to be testing this weekend and and uh you know i think everyone's coming in pretty hot to this situation and i think uh i think atlanta's going to get really interesting <laughs> frankie i want to talk to you a little bit more about what we i touched on before and it's kind of the characteristics of the bike I know, again, your versatility as a rider and the fact that you've done motor, motor journalism too, I know that you can evaluate bikes and what you're doing when you're, when you're riding. And, you know, for me, um, you know, I started out my first street bike when I was 16 was an RD350 two-stroke, which I still own. And I've got a little SRX 600 single. And my favorite bike is my FC1, which, you know, I, I just love an inline four, the way it feels. But each of those bikes, I mean, obviously you can never, you, you can never lose your love for a two-stroke. And that that's SRX six single, the torque in it. I just love to short shift it and, you know, twist the throttle, which I've never had a really had a V-twin, but I, that torque, a flat torque curve reminds me of that tell me with what you've ridden and ridden different bikes around Laguna Seca too let's talk about that track because it's the one you rode the bike on 
Um, what do you have to do around that track that's different? I mean, is it obviously uh, you've got a long wheelbase, you know, braking must be different, accelerating out of the corner and even going down through the corkscrew. Can you give us a little bit of a comparison to other bikes you've ridden there and, and what it's like, what you have to do that's different? I think like the main thing, the main difference, uh, you know, obviously Laguna is, it's technical, but there's only 11 corners, so it's not too crazy. Um, there's not straight away. There's not like some, there isn't some, it isn't too many places where you're like breaking extremely heavily, you know, going from like a big straightaway down to a, you know, really slow corner, um, you know, because the track's really, it flows really well. But, you know, I've ridden, you know, 600 race bikes there. I've ridden a couple super bikes there. Um, and and I, I think the, the biggest difference um, and kind of like the only difference other than like, you know, your, your obvious reasons, you know, breaking points and, and, you know, acceleration points and things like that, obviously, when you're going from, you know, uh, uh, a race bike, a, a sport bike, race bike to, you know, a uh, V-twin v, uh, cruiser race bike, you know, it's going to be a little bit different in those areas. But I think the biggest thing was, was on the, on the baggers because they're so big and because they move around and there's a lot more flex to them. It's, it's, it, it was really important to really make your corners flow and really make your corners really wide and not, you know, come in and real tight and kind of stop, you know, stop and go like that kind of stuff doesn't, doesn't work. Stuff you could get a, get away with on like a little tiny, on a little, you know, nimble sport bike um, was, was not going to always, you know, was not going to work on the bagger. And I think the biggest, the biggest difference, difference as far as riding it and changing things was, was making sure that, you know, you're flowing through the corners and not kind of, you know, getting in and stopping and, turning the thing on a dime and going because you know once you started doing that that's when you know you're you're losing time and you're dragging parts and so you, as long as we kept it flowing like that seemed to be the ticket all right frankie um i know we kind of got to cut you loose here and it's unfortunate because that we only tease this thing what's that <laughs> We only teased this thing. I know. I, so badly. <laughs> I know. He's got a lot to say. He's a good kid. Um, yeah, I mean, we're we good. I mean, we we still got we still got some time. We can keep on going here. All right. Well, you let us know when we got to be done. How's that? That'll be a yeah. There we go. I mean, when my phone rings, I'll let you know. All right. That'll be perfect. And then we'll let you go, and uh, and and we can wrap it up without you. But cool. Um, back to the racing. You obviously, well, I'm not obviously, but I know you haven't ridden at Road Atlanta before. Is that right? I haven't. I've never been there. I think you're going to like it. <laughs> I'm excited to go there. I'm really excited to go there. Um, I think my I think my little brother got to ride there. I think, did they do the MotoGP, the, or not the MotoGP, like the, the Red Bull Rookies Cup tryouts there? Uh, you know what? They may have, because I think that was the time when Schwantz had his Yeah, sport. that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. My, brother went, my brother went back and he got to ride that track, but I, I never got to ride there, so um, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm a uh, you know, it's one thing I never got to do, like, as a road racer. You know, I did some some the Daytona sport bike stuff in 2012, and I just did – I did the Daytona 200, and then I did the West Coast races. And and something I, I never got to experience really was the East Coast tracks, like, you know, the bread and butter of, like, American superbike racing and all those tracks that we used to watch on TV when I was a kid and, you know, um, you know the tracks that, like, Nikki and, and Maladin and, you know, Miguel and – all those guys rode, you know, when I was watching super bikes as a kid, 
Um, you know, so I'm, I'm extremely familiar with all the tracks, obviously from watching them throughout the years and, and, uh, but being able to go back and ride, you know, road Atlanta and, and road America, it's, it's really cool for me. And like, you know, like, just like racing Laguna was like, you know, these tracks are, are, are bucket list tracks for me to race as well. You know, when you go to, when we go to road America and I, I, you, Frankie, have you never been to road America either? No, no, I haven't. So we've had some comments from people that are like, oh, what's that going to be like to ride a bagger around there? Well, I mean, those things are like a steam engine locomotive. I mean, they get out there on the front street. You got to be able to get up some uh, top end, I would think, and, and go pretty fast, you know, once, once you get in a straight line there, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, those things, I think the Indian Challenger is like 1,800 cc's. So I don't think they have any problem going fast. I mean, they, obviously, we saw it at Laguna Seca, and, you know, that, that track doesn't have a big straightaway, but I, I'm really excited to get on a big, long, fast straightaway and just let the thing eat. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of power in that, you know, in that power plan. And and uh, it's uh, it's going to be really cool just, to, you know, getting a big tuck and just on a V twin and and, uh, you know, just haul ass down a straightaway. It's going to be fun. And it's, it's going to be cool, too. Like we have the big windscreens and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, maybe I'll pack a sandwich and put it on the on the top of the tank there. You know, got a long, big straightaway. We'll just grab, just grab some gears and have a little snack. <laughs> I'm sure you remember, Frankie, you talk about, you know, riders from the older days and you mentioned a Hayabusa. So you probably, I'm sure you remember when Rad Greaves rode that, raced that Hayabusa, right? That's nuts, man. I can't believe that. <laughs> I cannot believe that. I mean, Hayabusa is like, I mean, I, I worked at Suzuki and I actually, actually did a Hayabusa press launch and, and I've written, you know, as a journalist, I've taken a Hayabusa and rode it out at Willow Springs and, you know, they're not, they're they're just big they're just long it's just a, a really long super bike with a lot of power but uh i mean to go and race one is like that's next level but it's uh it's 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 pretty cool i mean i'm glad somebody did that yeah that was cool glad it wasn't you yeah i'm glad it wasn't me i'm glad somebody else did it i mean no more perfect a name than rad to to make that happen but uh um, exactly you know you know imitate paul and i say this a lot imitation is the sincerest form of flattery and you kind of wonder this year um as this series goes to you know goes from an invitational to a, an actual racing championship with three rounds you know not only am i wondering how many more um indians are going to be involved but how many more of the bikes are probably going to be more properly set up uh, there was such a, a far discrepancy you mentioned josh heron and he was almost his 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 uh rear sets were almost like he was sitting in a chair um he, his feet weren't really too far behind him so i would imagine some teams are going to dial in that race he set up a lot more after seeing what what you did and and what tyler did and and you know hayden, hayden gillen was kind of sitting in a chair a little bit too but he can ride anything i guess so um but don't you expect don't you expect that setup's going to be a little more you know people are going to copy you guys a little bit I think, I think, I mean, like I said, I, I, I can't take any credit for the way that the bike was built. Um, I just hopped on it and twisted the throttle, but SNS and Roland Sands and Roland Sands designs and, and all those guys, like those guys are the guys you give the credit to, but they, they definitely set the bar high. I mean, they, they weren't messing around. I think I mentioned that before. Um, you know, I think all the guys at SNS over there, when, when this, when this project came about, they got really serious in a hurry and uh you know 
we showed up to with guns to a knife fight that's for sure and uh i think a lot of people you know saw that and i think it was pretty obvious uh you know tyler won by however however far he won by and after running off the track and um you know i showed up off the couch i couldn't tell you the last time i rode a road racer and ate a cold ate cold leftover pizza for breakfast and and put it on the podium and i think that just goes to show that 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 challenger is uh was was built pretty pretty well from the get-go um so i I definitely know that that a lot of teams you know saw kind of what what we had and what kind of packages we had with our stuff and our setup and i i can guarantee you that that all those teams that we saw at laguna seca are going to show up with uh some some more proper equipment to um to road atlanta i can tell you that so i think you know, I think it's good, though. I think it was good that, that we were able to do that. And, like, these guys were able to see, you know, where the bar was set. And I think it's just going to make, uh, you know, make them put some more time into their bikes and, and make the racing better and the racing closer and, and get everyone kind of bunched up better. I think, it's, uh, I think it's a good thing. All right. I got a question for you. Have you started training yet? Actually, I did. I did. I uh, – when I put my leathers on on Monday at, at the Bikes and Burgers event, uh, I think Josh Heron came up to me and he's like, dude, he's like, why are those things so big? Like, and he looked at me and I kind of smiled. He's like, have you been working out? Are you getting ready to go bag racing? And I was like, yeah, maybe. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I've never been, you know, working out and training has always been like my weak point. You know, I like, I'm just, a, I'm just a big kid and I like to eat food and, and not care. And, but, um, you know, I, I think I'm, you know, at the kind of end of my, you know, racing, uh, like I said, I don't want to call it a career, but I think I'm sort of at the end of the end of the line there, you know, I'm going to be 30 this year and, you know, I have a full-time job and, and, uh, all that stuff. So unless, unless this bagger thing keeps going, you know, I'm kind of nearing the end of my, uh, you know, professional racing, um, time in my life um and and so i was like you know what this bagger thing it's new it's gonna be the first thing and i kind of did it with hooligan racing i went you know maybe this is it maybe this is the final chapter and and i took that serious for a couple years and but now the bagger thing's coming up and i was like you know what i better do this right like you know i don't get i'm never gonna have an opportunity like this probably ever again and and uh you know i i I got my i put a road bike on a trainer right next to my bed so i have absolutely no excuse not to ride it so i get on that thing um a couple you know uh, uh, uh at least once a day and you know try to get like you know a 30 in and you know sometimes it's tough having a full-time job you know you wake up early in the morning and you get home and you just want to chill and but uh you know I, I believe i have a little bit of a job to do this year and and uh you know to continue to put the the challenger on the podium and and um so we uh yeah i've been training a little bit and i'm eating right and and uh you know just trying to do do what i can to better myself for for the you know the situation given and and uh it's uh it should be pretty fun but yeah you know i've lost lost a little bit of weight and got a little bit healthier and you know just trying to make it a little easier on myself for uh for the racing season this year sean there's a little backstory here because when, when we worked together, I used to freaking tow Frankie around the streets of Irvine on his, we were on our road bikes and 
freaking the guy would he I'd look back he'd be like a quarter of an inch off my back wheel and then he'd say <laughs> he'd say Pablo let me take over at the front for a bit well a bit was probably 45 seconds <laughs> and then I'd have to smoke <laughs> and then we had to let Paul we had to let Paul lead so I could get in the draft and make it a little bit easier on myself <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, like I, like I said, I've been I've been training and eating right. I actually just went and uh, just last Friday I had surgery to have my deviated septum fixed so I could breathe a little bit better and get some more oxygen and just and I you know I just little things, the stuff that I needed to do. But I I definitely feel like you know going into that surgery that it was like going to be beneficial when it came time to to race. So. Uh, yeah, we're we're making it happen. <laughs> All right, well, that's good to hear, Frankie. I think uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it works real well having the bike that close to the bed. I love that. You let me know <laughs> if that works out for you. Maybe I'll bring. It's mine been in working. Bed. It's been working. You know, it's it's it gives me no. I have no excuse. It's like once you're, I, I'm gonna lay in bed and before I go to bed and watch a movie or something like that. I'm. My road bike's right there. I might as well just. I might as well get a spin on and get some pedals in before, uh, before I, you know, before I lay lay my head down at night. So, like I said, it's you know, it's those little things that just it. Like I said, I can't. There's no excuse not to ride it when it's right there. So, um, really yeah, we've been making it happen. I guess it's better than having it by the refrigerator. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's not next to the cookie jar. So. All right. This has been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. We look forward to seeing you at Road Atlanta. It's going to be fun having you at some of our rounds this year. You're a good boy, and uh, I always enjoy your company. So I wish you the best. I appreciate that. And uh, keep going on the train and get yourself in shape, and I, I think you'll get good results. It's a, it's a nice motorcycle, and you've got a good team behind you. So good luck with yeah. that. And I'm going to throw you. it over to Sean here. He's going to give a little bit of a commercial to end this thing, but uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, Frankie. Sounds good, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, thanks so much, Frankie. Great to talk to you. And thanks to the fans who are listening to this podcast. And while we have you on, uh, Road Atlanta is coming up. So make sure you subscribe to Moto America Live Plus, our popular subscription streaming service. And all the, well, the practices and qualifying and races uh, for King of the Baggers Championship are going to absolutely be on Live Plus. And there will be commentary. Uh, I'm sure Roger Hayden will have a good time talking about this stuff like he, he did at uh, Laguna Seca. Um, and also, you know, don't forget to get your race weekend tickets for this season. Uh, our rounds are going to have guests. You can go to motoamerica.com um, to get uh, your tickets, to get live plus, and to keep track of what's going on leading into the season. So um, anyway, thanks again, Frankie.